0: For all you stressed out moms and dads, here comes short and sweet parenting tips.
1: Right. Well, today on short and sweet parenting tips, we continue our series on reducing anxiety. And today we're talking about communication. Don and Gina Grodhoff from Focused Healthy Family are here again and their entire practice centers on improving communication. So that's what we're talking about today.
2: Well, I mean, we, we basically work with families trying to help them through behavior and anxiety issues and do it in a, a more natural way.
0: Yeah, we had kids with serious anxiety issues. And so part of the reason we're into this is wanting to help other parents. But right now everybody's dealing with some anxiety <laughs> issues um, and you know, realizing how important communicating is um, to help those people.
2: We've always, uh, our belief is that communication can either be a driver of anxiety are a reducer of anxiety, depending on how you do it. And and we work on the reducing side of it.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that. And and I don't think anyone's immune to anxiety right now, not with COVID. No,
2: no, not at all.
1: Especially with parents. But I know people who don't have kids and aren't homeschooling, and their nerves are racked, too. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. You know, you can only take so much uh, sequestering, you know.
1: Right. We are
0: um, social people. Yes. And now we're all stuck at home, you know, with our kids for those people who usually went to work and their kids went to school. And so communicating is always important, but it's even more important, you know, in that environment of being there with them all day long and um, really thinking intentionally about how we're talking to each other, because it really has a big impact.
1: Right. Being intentional. We are, we talk a lot about that. My husband and I just, he was a guest on my podcast and we talked about being intentional and how important that was to the health of the family. So let's dig in so what is your maybe number one suggestion on communication lowering anxiety well
0: um (laughs) our workshop is based on the book called how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk it's by adele faber and elaine maslish so that's kind of a a part of our practice is using that skill and so we've you know worked with them and created this workshop that we're offering to to parents it really focuses on those communication skills and the first aspect is dealing with feelings and it really always goes back to that. We need to learn how to listen to and accept our children's feelings, okay? And everyone says, oh you need to listen, it's important to listen, but what does it really mean to listen to someone when they're mm-hmm. sharing with you? A large part of it is being quiet. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, our kids come to us, I'm all upset, my friend did this to me, I can't believe it, you know, they hate me, everybody hates me and they're going on and on. And we're very quick to jump in. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, tell me about it. Oh, that's awful. They did that to you. And we get so wrapped into it and they don't feel heard. Mm -hmm. A lot of times Mm -hmm. what they need is us to turn our attention, stop what we're doing, look at them. And one pointer is just acknowledging what they're saying with the word. Oh, hmm. And they will spill out their stuff, um,
2: and then be quiet. And that's the other the you yeah. know yeah. The one word and then shut up. You
0: know, <laughs> a lot of times when they're able to verbalize it, when they feel like you've heard them, and then you know sometimes they can't identify a feeling, especially if a child is so upset, no matter what the age, you know. Then you can, um, you know, wow, that sounds really upsetting, or your feelings were hurt, and if you're wrong, they'll correct you. And so as little as acknowledging responding with a word like oh you know paying attention to them and helping to acknowledge that feeling a lot of time that's all they need <laughs> and then they'll move on with their day whereas hmm. before you're trying to fix it you're oh, like yeah. oh wait well, you should do this yeah. let's problem solve let's go through this are you
2: do- are you dousing it you're, you're putting yeah, no, it no it's know, not that it bad yeah. oh, that's
0: ridiculous that's silly you shouldn't be worried about that oh your friends don't really think that about you you don't realize what you're doing is negating what they're feeling Oh, we need to yeah. accept all feelings we're going to be sad we're going to be hurt we're going to be angry and those feelings need to be accepted in well, order for us to move forward with them we have to first acknowledge what we're feeling
2: well i can i tell a little story that we tell if it's okay oh sure um, there was a time when our oldest i think he was probably 11 oh, okay. was a little, anyway somewhere he and his sister had a big blowout of some sort upstairs and he came down our steps just fussing you know just going at it she did this i can't believe it you know just really reared up you know now normally for myself i i would probably have done and before all of this i would have said oh come on it isn't that bad you know just get (laughs) over it you know what you know but i was i was standing back from it so i kind of saw them they didn't really see me but i was watching them well gina just kind of stepped back she she went wow you are really upset I really want to understand tell me a little bit more and I can still picture my son kind of turning around like are you talking to me you know (laughs) and no he the the energy his energy went down probably by about 50 percent and he said well well and he just kind of went on and she just said well is there anything else you know and when she was done she she said well how do you think you could resolve this put it all back on him And he mm -hmm. said, "Well, I I guess I could go up and talk to her." And she, you know, she said, "Well, do you need me in there as kind of as referee or you know mediator?" Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He said, "No." And I swear, five minutes later, they were up there giggling with each other. oh
1: Wow! What a beautiful, what a beautiful result.
2: Yeah, and and so what we we tell people is, which would you rather have? Would you rather have a five or ten minute conversation? Or would you want to have an hour-long battle?
0: Yeah. Right. A lot yeah. of times people say, oh, it's so much work to do these, to learn these skills and to do things differently. And yet it really can be as simple. A lot of it is about being quiet and letting your kids speak and express what they're feeling. Our youngest is very dramatic with everything and friends do this. And letting <laughs> letting her let her feelings out, acknowledging mm-hmm. them, helping mm-hmm. to identify the feeling, and then giving them the opportunity to come up with a solution, right? We're quick to give our kids answers and solutions. Uh-huh. But when they have that opportunity to like, well, what do you think you could, you know, could do about that? They come up with the answers and then they're learning that autonomy. You know, we want our kids oh, to be right. able to make independent decisions. And so it really um all plays together.
1: I have a tween, so I need this advice.
2: Well, and, and, <laughs> no, and the age doesn't matter as much. I mean, it's easier when they're younger. Yes. But, This can happen at any time. I mean, I've actually worked with parents with adults kids that are Mm -hmm. having trouble and helped them Uh to work through Uh and communication was a big part of it, you know, so Uh age doesn't matter now it may take a little longer one, for the parents to learn it. And two, for the kids to kind of go, what What are you doing? You know?
1: You're not trying to
0: fix me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, once you start engaging your kids, you know, and they're like, oh, they're actually listening to me. And it really can change that relationship and definitely help bring down anxiety as it's so important right now and always. Yes, yes.
1: So if a parent did one thing today or this week that would decrease anxiety, what would you say that would be? I would say accepting children's feelings,
2: listening, 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 and
1: letting them have their feelings,
0: letting them know it's okay, no matter what they're feeling. Um, Being (laughs) being quiet, quiet. yeah, I mean, that's that's... Zip it. Yeah, Because a kid can come to you with all kinds of stuff and they explode and then, I mean, I've done it, you know, I've had to consciously think about this too with parenting and then when I can do that and then they're like, they run off and they're fine. And you're kind of like, whoa, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's really
2: hard to be quiet it's hard not mm-hmm. to want to fix and not to solve mm-hmm. but to really pay attention to that
0: it can be as simple as that and with young kids that are they're having a fit or whatever helping them to identify those feelings you're frustrated or you're angry you know putting
2: words to putting them.
0: words to it for them when they can't do that mm-hmm. it, then it's giving them a skill to identify those feelings yeah
1: so, yeah and validating those feelings like we already talked about Thank you again, Dawn and Gina, really. Next week, they'll join us again to cover alternatives to punishment and how that can diffuse a stressful situation. You won't want to miss it. Hey, if anyone hasn't had the chance to leave a review on your podcast player for short and sweet parenting tips, please do. And don't forget to visit the Short and Sweet Tips Facebook page to find all the extras we post based on our episodes. That's it for short and sweet parenting tips. As always, fresh ideas and bite-sized portions.